This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. It's really, really not that good. Episode number 218 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Almost didn't get that one all the way out. We are here at 1600 Buckslayer Place in the beautiful Buckatorium. Sherard, Illinois. Did that mess something up, Eric? No, you're, just, you're, a... you're just all chipper today. I don't Man, know I what's am. going on. Well, because I actually put a full day's worth of work in, plus two hours, so ten hours. It is the That's working. The first. Yeah, Steve works one day overtime, has to let everybody know about yeah, it. Yeah, right. I got my 40 in, and it's only four days in. But I am Steve in the studio today. Is Kurt. Hey, thanks for introducing me. <laughs> in your own house. I, I introduce you in your own house every day. It's not in a garage like somebody thought we were. Eric. How's it going? Tank Cameron Tank. How's it going? Man, the two beat with you. He's What's just really idea? excited about the podcast this week. Are you yeah, guys are you guys phasing me out like you already have a fat, annoying bearded guy, so you're trying to get a quiet, fat bearded guy? Your beard sucks, so 
Had to get a real beard. That is a oh, fact. Yeah, he doesn't cut in the chin strap and look ridiculous. <laughs> we're, we're using Doug and Cameron to phase you out. Oh, okay. So it takes uh, two of them. You got to get uh, your head out of your ass, man. Start buckling down. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is the this, shoot they're, more they're, deer. They're putting the pressure on. Maybe dude. you'll this get there. They're uh, they're they're blitzing and they're hoping that I scramble, but I'm going to throw a touchdown pass. So then hit us with the veteran shout out. The veteran shout out is uh oh Steve scrambling Steve scrambling. Like always. Go to workingclassbowhunter.com, hit the contact form, and you can submit a veteran for our veteran shout-out. While you're there, order some stuff from the store also. Shameless plug. Love it. Speaking of the vet shout-out, the vet this week is uh, Joe Mills. He uh, He's a hard-working dad, works at a wind farm in Kansas, uh, has a daughter in a tree stand next to him early season bow hunting, uh, and always beside him pond fishing. Uh, he spent many days of the mountains of Bosnia and Colorado together. The guy's a hell of an outdoorsman, family man, and a vet. That was sent in by your good buddy Jeremy Hildebrand, which, if you recall, last episode was the vet shout out. So, uh, very cool. Thank you for your service to this country, Joe. We uh, we couldn't do it without you. Oh, by the way, a branch is Army. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that, but again, when you go to submit that, you can select what branch of the military they were from. And, uh, yeah, dude, we love our vets. Could not do this podcast in English without them. That's right. Thanks for your service. Thank you. All right. Well, this podcast is brought to you by our lovely, lovely friends and partners at Elite Archery, Scent Crusher, HHA, Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. That's a tough word. Ethics Archery. Go to ethicsarchery.com if you want to get some inserts. We have a code for our podcast listeners, enter code WCB. Save yourself 10%. And then also sniper hunting products, trail cams, ground blinds, all that good stuff. You can go to there and put in code WCBH10 and get 10% off there. Get yourself some trail cams. Why not? It's about it's this getting time. to be about that time. They're it's fucking time. awesome. I'm putting yeah. mine out. I'm putting my cell cam out probably this weekend for turkey. Mine's been out Super for delayed. a couple months now. Uh, assuming awesome. that you're and every one of ours property isn't underwater by the onslaught of rain we're about to get. Hmm. Isn't that something? <laughs> Neat. Neat. Um, I know I forgot somebody. Rattler Grips, Mana Coolers, all of our awesome partners. We're yeah. friends with all our our sponsors, which is cool. Yeah, we are. Uh, love every one of them. Go, uh, go support them. If you want to help us sell out, contact us at Working Class Bowhunter. We'll <laughs> yeah. take your money. Dude, we will sell out. Everyone's like, "Man, I used to love when those guys were just real." It's like, no, 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 no. We're we're trying to we're trying to swim in them dollars, son. We all have white collar jobs. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um, I'm a hedge fund manager, so uh, you know, I just need all the money I can get. That's right. My name is Paul Allen. That's a. If anyone can tell me what movie that's from, I'll send you some stickers. You will because you. I don't. You, you actually, actually, actually yeah. say you actually will. No, and uh, I do need uh, to grab some stickers from you <laughs> to send out. So yeah. Anyway, let's talk about something quick. Me and Cameron have a game plan. To get Steve more involved in hunting. Do we, uh, you want us to hit uh-oh. it with you now? What would you call this? An intervention? It's an intervention. I was going to do it after the podcast, but fuck that. We're going to do it right now. Uh-oh. The, the world needs to hear this shit. Uh-oh. We found some ground that's uh, public, and uh, we're not really going to say where it is, because it's a, not a well-known public hunting area, and uh, it's kind of the opposite way of where I hunt, but it's uh, right in route for you and Cameron. Mm. So for me, I, yeah, I will go out there and make sure that we can all get set up. You can hang one stand and leave one stand up, which I think that's pretty common for, for ground in Illinois. You can have one stand up at a time. So you really? can have oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think one blind up at a time. Yeah, so what I did at uh, – Don't one, say the name of it. The one place I hunted last year, <laughs> you had one stand up and I'd take a climber. 
So you end up, you can use two stands pretty much. But you can only leave one up. You'd only leave one up. Right. So we're going to do this. Uh-oh, Kurt's going to be the, so you're going to be the supervisor. You're going to tr- drive around the property, make sure I'm in my stand. <laughs> you're going to set it where you can no, see it. No, we got a game plan. Since all of us can only have one stand up, we're each going to have a stand. We're going to go in by plane or boat or train. There's uh, plenty of options. I'm not going to say which, because I don't want to, there's <laughs> water there. <laughs> I would say it, that's pretty common. Okay, there's water there. We're going to go in by boat. We're and, probably going to parachute in. And we're all going to have stands in at different locations, and we're going to drop each other off on the way in, pick each other up on the way out. Or not pick Steve up, you know. Just leave your ass. Just leave him there. Did, did you get a deer something? yet? Come on, man. Come over here, man. I'm cold. No, no excuses about gas money. No excuses <laughs> about how he forgot his debit card because Tank's like, I'm going to drive his ass. He's going to go with me. That way I have someone to go with. You don't got to worry about shit. Somebody's got to drag my deer out. That's right. <laughs> Steve has the weakest fucking hands, dude. Remember when he tried to help me drag out that doe a couple of years back? Dude, I was getting actually it was more than a couple of years. It was when you were you were really green to the deer hunting when game. Was it? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and I was like, well, because I went to grab. No, if I wasn't there though, you wouldn't have got it over that barbed wire fence. Did you just say he has weak hands? I got strong hands. Yeah, now. you know, like when you grab a deer's leg and you go to drag it, you can oh, tell yeah. how big of a bitch somebody is. That's Steve. I got little hands, dude. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's a man test. Dude, you want to arm wrestle right now? You want to fight? Let's do it. Uh, you know, no, I got I to gotta save my energy because I got to fight Big Mike. I think after I whoop Big Mike's ass, uh, you're going to be like, nah, I really shouldn't have screwed with Steve all the time. Big Mike from Redline Marketing. Shout out Big Mike. I haven't heard any Snapchats or seen any from him recently. So. He's pretty busy. Eh, I doubt that. Anyway, we're going to get to our guest. Uh, we had to ramble. I figured I'd tell that little story. So we got some, uh, we're going to do a scouting weekend here in the next month or so. We should right. put a tracking device on his ass so we know if he's actually in the stand or not. Get one of those, no. those, those <laughs> chips for your phone. Oh, one of the tiles? Yeah, let's Dude. do one of those. The and then we're going to put a shot collar on him for if he doesn't get out of bed. Dude, Tile, <laughs> tile needs yeah. to sponsor this podcast because I lost my keys at work, and if I didn't have that, I would not have found my keys. You should put it on the back of your fucking debit card. <laughs> I have mine. I had to take it out and pay union dues because I almost forgot. I was like, yeah, I got to pay this at night. And Who just takes their debit card with them? Why don't you just like... You don't have your whole wallet with your debit card? No, because I was laying in bed and I forgot, so I took it out and I sat on the couch and Man. I did that, and then I just was like, all right, it's I'm going all, back It's to always bed. an excuse, ain't it? Yeah. Hey, got Every time. It. I mean, it is what it is, man. We hate you. <laughs> on to our guest. That's what it boils down to. We're running two weeks in a row here on the ladies on the podcast. That's uh, amazing because Steve's here. Man, we'll rip on you bad. What? I don't feel bad about it. Oh, I, I just tuned you guys out, man. I'm just I'm, I'm so numb to it. Like when you guys start being nice to me, I'm like, oh, what bad news are you guys going to tell me? No, no, no. I thought you did really good. However, you're still a fat piece of shit. Yes, right, correct. Back to normal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Caitlin Woodward will be joining us tonight on the yeah. podcast, or today, or in the morning, whenever you listen in podcast land. Um, she was was kind of local to, local to us, and we I don't really know how we all got connected. I think through Allison is what made the connection, and. Uh, we plan this podcast out. Got a lot to talk about. I think we'll just cut right into it. Anybody? Anything to add? Let's do it. Steve, you sure? I'm, uh, I'm good. I don't want to creep the ladies out. Well, you're going to. Work, work, work something up. <laughs> I'm saving it. Okay. All right, guys. Hope you enjoy. All right. On the phone with us, uh, and this is a really special moment uh, for me, guys, I just want to say, because uh, for the first time in my life, I've talked to two different chicks and didn't get a drink thrown in my face. We got Caitlin Woodward on the phone. Caitlin, how's it going? 
Hey, well, I can't quite throw a drink in your face on the phone, so. Hey, we're not calling technicalities. Hey, it just is what it is. We're going pure numbers. <laughs> just the stats. It's going good. We're going girl score here. Yeah, we're, we're padding the books here. <laughs> it's two girls with an asterisk. <laughs> well, thanks, Caitlin, for joining us. I think you're going to regret this pretty quick here. Oh, I don't know. I, th- I thought you already hung up. I was like, oh, that didn't last long. <laughs> So tell us who you are, and I guess it's well. We'll just start with this. We we weren't going to go into detail, but we leased the same ground at one point, and then we kind of found out through a, in a weird way. And we have mutual friend Allison, whatever her last name is, from Wisconsin. And then, uh, <laughs> and then last name, and we just kind of made an episode. But um, just tell us a little bit about who you are and and what you do. Well, I um, am Kaylin Woodard, like you said. I uh, do kind of everything outdoors, and um, I'm originally kind of down, or I'm from Rockford, Illinois, and then about five years ago, I moved down to Monmouth, Illinois, Western Illinois, kind of where you guys are, and yep. um, now I am up in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, so it's just kind of a small world that I know where you guys are at, and we know some folks, but it's so weird, yeah, Alan, Allison had... Um, said, hey, Caitlin, I think you should be on this uh, podcast with the working class bowhunter guys. She had and, to read uh, what we were doing. Oh, God, <laughs> I heard that. Either that or she really has been drinking, one of the two. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah. No. no. Um, and, and it was so weird. We just got to talking, and, and you said you were hunting in the area. I don't know. And we just were like, well, is it? It's just ironic. And, yeah, we got to talking, and... Found out we hunted the same land. It's so weird. It is crazy. Small world. It is crazy. Well, um, I kind of was talking to a mutual friend. I think you know Clark Cummings, and he's in our area, a good friend on the podcast oh, a lot lately. Quite a bit, yeah. Um, I thought you guys knew each other. Or am I making that up? I, I've i met him once. He's like, he. we have mutual friends. So I'm a um, friend with his buddy, AJ, who AJ, I think, works for Clark, and... Uh, so that's kind of how I know Clark. I know of him. We've talked maybe once. Okay. Same circle. Yeah, it's... we can we can get you his autograph if you want. Don't be shy. I mean, <laughs> he, I mean, he asked enough people to sign for this anyway, so he might as well give his autograph. <laughs> it's a glamour shot. <laughs> but it's just kind of cool, like how small of a world the hunting industry is. Like people that are really into it all sort of know each other, even if you're across the country. I mean, you're not, but just you know, someone across the country, we might know the same people. For sure. So let's ask the the, the more pressing question because I, I'm trying to figure out what made you decide that you wanted to leave the wonderful, great, greatest state to ever live in Illinois and go up to Wisconsin. Wait a minute. Do you really think Illinois is the greatest state? And oh, dude, are you everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Do no. raise my taxes. I don't care. Yeah, it's the best place ever. I, I should pay more. Just, you know? you, hey, wait. Dude, you're gonna you're just gonna shoot money out of those money those dollar guns. Like, are you guys drunk? <laughs> Dude, Illinois has the biggest deer. We have the uh, best boy. tax. We have the biggest budget for our state. Uh, we have the biggest deficit. Dude, the coolest the, governors. Biggest, yeah, dude, we have the most governors in prison. Dude, are, are you kidding me? We are the <laughs> best state. We have the top everything. Obama came from Illinois. Yeah, that's right. Man, all things that are good from here, man. Caitlin, yeah, do don't you agree? To, even to top that one further, I'm from Rockford. So, like, I'm from the greatest city in, in Illinois. Hey, cheap tricks <laughs> like from Rockford. Chicago, yeah. <laughs> Rockford what? is a uh, rough, but it's uh Yeah, Rockford's so nice, isn't it? It's the best. It is the best. But the thing is, 
Wisconsin's probably way worse. Like your guys' beer is a lot less like it's just not as good as quality as Illinois beer. Your cheese is okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just moved up here actually in February and what led us up here is just the it was a lifestyle choice for sure, just to get because we were traveling up here so often from Illinois to get to good fishing mm-hmm. and like do stuff up here that we it was just taking all of our time. We were spending every chance we got to come up here, so we were like, let's just finally make the move because there's just a lot more to offer us up here. Right, that makes sense. And you got like you know Oshkosh bagashes everywhere, I assume. I don't even know what that is, actually. <laughs> you remember what? the denim? The like clothes? Yeah, 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 the clenum. They always had, like... No, they make them for so adults. Did, uh. did you think that, like, Wisconsin... Did you ever hunt in Wisconsin before you made the move there? I had. Um, my husband and I did a hunt in Viroqua, I think, two years ago. And my husband has hunted up here when he was a kid, but I haven't done any hunting up here yet. Okay, so... You're not sure if the hunting is better, but uh, you're, like, really yeah, into well, fishing, we'll, so... We'll talk oh, this time next February. Well, so, well, here's what I'm already finding out that I love a lot more about Wisconsin hunting than Illinois. There is so much public land up here. Yeah. And so just moving up here, I mean, for, to go to Illinois, so the closest one that I had when I lived in Monmouth was, you know, Big River State Forest. Mm-hmm. And that was aw- that's awesome for turkey. What a sweet setup for turkey hunting, but... Um, to go, I, I just, there's so much land here and it's just so spread out. I feel like I'm not going to run into many people. Whereas like in Illinois, you know, you had those, uh, I don't know. They're so thin there yeah. that you just run into thousands of people. So I'm, yep. I'm really excited about the public land. Yeah. That, that would be a big benefit, especially if you didn't have a whole lot of ground to hunt in whatever state, like Iowa has a lot. So Eric's got these options and Steve used to live in Iowa mm-hmm. and had all these options. Well, tons dude within like a, if you were to take a, like a 45 minute drive from where we are, you'll probably hit maybe one public oh, spot. A 10 minute drive. I can hit like five different public. And grounds. they're like it's really crazy. small spots dude. It's not like, yeah, you got some big, big ones, but then there's like, you know, a hundred acres or like 90 acres. Some little pieces just, all over the place. Right. That's how I would, I guess Wisconsin's that way. I mean, I, I don't know what Illinois, well, Hey, we have the biggest land for no public hunting. <laughs> so another oh, win in the Illinois column. So let's just talk, since we're on public ground hunting, um, since you're going to tackle that, I mean, how are you going to go about it? Do you have a certain game plan in mind? Or are you going to scout first and then develop something? Um, it's interesting you ask that. I, a good friend, do you guys know Julie McQueen? Or Jules McQueen? Have I don't know her, her personally. Her husband's yeah, been on our Daniel podcast. Daniel Lee Martin. I was listening to him yesterday. Yeah, our, her husband's uh, been on, but she hasn't been on. She's a uh, really good friend of mine, and she sent me over this, this uh, base map hunting app, and I've been using that, trying to scout some areas out. So, yeah, and um, I one of my bosses up here, said, hey, I've got some land up in so-and-so county. You go check it out. It backs up right to, like, this giant state forest. So I've been mapping that out on my new um, app, and it's pretty sweet. So, But other than that, usually I'm just the type of person to just go out there and just figure it out. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't plan. I just go, and I do. See, and that's, I feel I like that's, that's the best way to do it because there's too <laughs> that's many. That's how you learn. It, it really is, it is, definitely. And you have a lot of people on the line that are – whether you're a, if it's another podcast or any hunting show, or I think a lot of people just get into 
Oh, the hunt has to look like a football play, and I'm going to sit here and talk about how much I know, and this is how I know. You go in here. Here's the bed to food. Well, yeah, but when you get boots on the ground, you might go in there and be like, what the fuck? This is way different than I thought, so you have to adjust your game plan. So the, your plan, what you just said, is probably the best way to go about public ground or any type mm-hmm. of hunting with a bow. Yeah, for sure. So I, um, yeah, in general, I just, yeah, don't plan too much just because I just not – I'm not that type of person to sit down. I just would rather just get out and do it. And that's, that's been, um, it might not be the best way to do it. I could be a lot more prepared. And I have previous experiences that I was just like, oh, man, I probably should have checked into this before I just went out here. But Right, but there's I only learned. so much you can see, like, from the Internet. You know, certain yeah. things look a, like a certain way through For a computer sure. screen. And then you might get on and be like, whoa, I didn't expect this. You know, but yeah. I like what you just said is like my favorite answer I think we've ever had from someone about like a tactic because that's kind of how I hunt certain areas. If I have new property or um, like me and my dad will take a hang on or my dad's like a big climber guy and we'll go in a certain area, throw a stand up. And most of our success is on like the first three hunts in that stand, you know, most of yeah, time it's the first yeah, one. For sure. Yeah, I was going to say, I am a big fan of uh, Climber Stand, too. I, I have one myself, and it's always, the first time you hunt a spot is always your best time, I swear. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, it makes sense for good reason, you know, the deer, you're, you're, the ninja effect. Yeah, plus that hunts yeah. a lot better, too, because you have, like, you you have no idea what's coming. Yeah, you're more right. ambitious to sit there and, and <laughs> hunt and pay attention to what's going on your first sit in. Yeah, so, definitely. Do, do you find, okay, I got to ask this. Did you and your husband, before you guys got together, did you guys both bow hunt separately, or how did that work, or did you guys get each other into it, or did one influence the other? Um, well, so I've been growing up fishing my whole life. My husband had done everything, fishing, bow hunting, gun hunting, whatever. Um, and I didn't actually, when we first started, Josh and I met in high school when we were 16, so, um, so we've been together about 10 years now, and... I actually didn't pick up any interest for bow hunting until about uh, 2014. I started bow fishing um, actually way before I ever picked up bow hunting. And then I just like bow fishing so much and bow in general, archery, that I was like, well, you know, I like, I, I was just outdoors all the time hiking and I just loved being outdoors and just being by myself. But I was just like, hey, let's give me a bow. I want right. a bow hunt now. See, that's cool. That's Normally, I feel like it's the other way around. Someone starts bow hunting first, and then mm. they start bow fishing. But right, yeah, that's usually how I've. I don't know many other, or I don't know if I know anyone that tried bow fishing before they bow hunted. What What was the appeal? Why did you decide? You know, obviously you're fishing. Um, was it just something that you know maybe? I don't know. Maybe the traditional way of fishing just got kind of stale. You wanted to mix it up, or what? What? Um, what led you to that? The initial appeal. So I remember when Josh first started doing it he was doing it with his cousin and um he just would come home and he had all these fish and i'm like what the heck are those and and i i think i was just like well i want to see what this is all about and then it got like i was like well i want to see if i'm any good at this you know type of thing like i just i want to see if i'm you know what's this about and uh i think that's how i got into it and i just started to go out with him and it was just something fun for us to do together besides like you know we were young at the time it's not like it, I, you know what can you do in high school when you're you know hang out at 
parties and drink or go to the movies. There's just something fun to do, just the two of us or some other people, and um, that wasn't stupid crap. You right. Know? Yeah. So you didn't, so you didn't join any local fight clubs, is what you're telling us? <laughs> <laughs> no. Dude, I, everybody wanted me to come to their fight clubs, and they're like, "Hey, everybody's going to take you on." I think I was. You the know what's bag. sad is like we actually had a fight club in high school. <laughs> 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 Like, we would go and watch kids fight for, like, three hours straight and drink beer. Dude, it was good. But I also was a hunter at the same time. Steve wasn't a big hunter in high school, so, like, I was productive then after dark. I'm like, I guess I'll watch some kids just kick the shit out of each other for a couple hours. It was a pretty cool life I lived. Dude. (laughs) But um, since we're on the bow fishing topic. Oh, I thought you wanted to keep going into Fight Club. I got some fun stories from that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, So, bow fishing is something I've done. Not a lot. Um, Cameron's in the studio. He's got me into bow fishing, and... I plan on taking my wife out this year, and hopefully Cameron and Steve and our buddy Brandon, he's got a badass bow fishing boat. We're going to go out and do a couple. Uh, Am I just excluded from this or what? Well, yeah. you can come along. <laughs> Jesus. <Yeah. laughs> the, well, the talk was we were all going to go and then bow fish and then do a whole episode on bow fishing. Hmm. And then, um, I, yeah. That was a plan, and then you can be in that if you'd like. But um, I did go for my first time, and yeah, you know, I ended up shooting about five fish. And dude, it's such a blast! That's right. It is. It really is. It's just a combination of you know hunting and fishing. It's right. Just and it's not. You know, hunting can be very stressful. You have to be silent. You, you know, you got to be. You got to do this right. You got to do that right, or else it all nothing will come together. You just completely. Just having a blast bow fishing. Right, right. Yeah. It, yeah. Eric, have you done much bow fishing? Yeah, I've done I've like never heard you really even talk about it. A little bit, not not that much. But right, yeah. About the same as I probably have. Probably. Yeah. Um it's, it's something that I've I've seen people where it either hooks you or you just yeah, you just kinda tag along with people. I just I've never yeah, been on I a boat. Like... Or go ahead, Caitlin. Oh, my husband's that way. He doesn't care. I, I go out by myself. He does he'd rather be fishing. So it's like It'd be, I'm dragging him out to go fishing, or bow fishing, I mean, because he doesn't want to do it. And then, so I just started going out on my own, and it's a lot more fun for me that way. <laughs> so, because so, yeah, I saw, you sent up some pictures, and you have a lot of videos, and I think you have a couple of viral videos, actually. Um, I, you do it out of a yeah, kayak. I do. Explain that sure, process. Yeah, so, um... I just, Tell uh, us what a kayak she, is she first. To, she gets in a kayak and shoots fish. She's what, like, yeah, what else do you want from kayak? me? <laughs> what is a kayak? Um, I don't know. I just got so sick of relying on somebody else. Like, if I wanted to go do something, whether it be fishing or, or bow fishing, I got so sick of relying on, hey, I need Josh. We need our, our, the stars have to align and our schedules have to match up for us to go do something. And I just got sick of it, so... I started going out on, got the kayak, um, Hobie kayak, and it's just opened up a whole new world for me. So, uh, just, yeah, like I said, got tired of waiting on somebody. So I just took matters in my own hands. <laughs> so is there a certain type of kayak, say someone wants to do uh, go bow fishing like you do, what kind of kayak should they look for and maybe some accessories to add onto it or bring with? For sure. Well, I'm pretty biased. Since I'm on the uh, Hobie fishing team and I, I oh. work at a Hobie dealership selling Hobies, so um, so you can give my, us a deal. Huh? So yeah, hey, hook the hook a Hobie up for the homies. What's up? <laughs> I can tell you where to find one. That's a pretty good. Deal. 
Um, but they are, so Hobie has the, I call them, you know, the Cadillacs attacks. They're, they are rigged out. So the one that I have is called the Pro Angler, and it's specifically made for a fisherman or, or a boat fisherman. I don't know how many other people boat fish from it, but um, I find it awesome because I don't care how big you are, you aren't tipping that thing unless you're in the ocean in like seven-foot waves or something. So Steve you would be good. You enough. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> he wouldn't. He'd drown for sure. I don't sure. know. I got a fat belly and a fat head, dude. I don't know. That's <laughs> well, the, they're, they're huge. So um, my kayak is about 120, 120 pounds. And the, they, I mean, the platform on it is just huge for standing. Um, I, I take my dog out with me. She's 70 pounds, and there's just plenty of room for anything you need. Wow, really? I didn't realize it'd be that big. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a big one. So it's a fourteen footer. Can I ask you what what price range would someone expect to pay on the low end to the high end for that brand of kayak? Just so if someone is interested in getting into it, for sure. Um, so their newest one runs around two thousand, and then like the pro angler that I have is around four. Oh, okay. So it's serious business. Yeah, it's it's an investment, but it's worth it in my opinion. Hopefully yeah. it's got leather and AC. Could someone, <laughs> if they wanted to just, like, dive into it and just get a, like, maybe a kayak for under 1000 or under $500, is there options for someone to do that, or is it not going to work Definitely, out of those? For sure. I, I'm sure there's people out there selling used. Yeah, I mean, there are people selling used ones, so... Cool. I had no idea. I don't know anything about kayaks. My oh, wife either. mentioned getting them, and I was just like... Absolutely not. But if I could go bow fishing out of it, now maybe we can get some kayak. That'd be kind of sweet. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. It. But there's plenty yeah. of different. It depends on. It's just like a car or a boat. There's you know new models each year. So with each year, there's additions, and um, so they just go up in price a little bit depending on what updates are available. For sure. Did you have to learn how to draw a bow in a kayak a certain way, or certain things you had to do different? For sure. I um. I tend to like to sit down in my video, like, because I'm always videotaping myself, and I never want the focus to be on anything other than bow fishing. So, like, <laughs> if I was videotaping myself, do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't stand. You don't want your butt in the video. <laughs> yeah. So respect, I try respect. To make sure hey, it's Caitlin's webcam. Is... What is all this? Just shooting fish? That's not what I tuned in yeah. for. So I... I tried to I started to learn how to shoot sitting down, and it's not the easiest thing to do. You, you tilt your bow, but um, and you, you then you're kind of on eye level with the water too. So I mean, it'd be a lot easier standing up. But like I said, I I try to film myself, and I just don't want any weird attention. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I respect that. Actually, that's uh, that says a lot about that. You're, it says a lot that you're actually really into this, and you're not doing it for bullshit attention. Right. Yeah, thank you. Hey, I want to ask a, I want to ask a kind of dumb the question. The camera had a question there, big oh, dog. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I can't see, yeah. dude. My neck's all the way turned. Well, you need to look at me. <laughs> so, <laughs> look at me. Now, the waters that you're bow fishing, though, it's pretty clear up there, right? Um, I have not had a chance to go out here. I went out, actually, the other day just to scope it out, and the river is really flooded right now, and everyone around me is, like, what I'm reading online, everyone's saying, oh, my God, it's so muddy. And I'm looking at it the other day when I was up there, and I was like, this is nothing compared to where I was when I lived in Illinois. So, so you're 
So you're sitting down in a kayak in Illinois water that's like chocolate milk shooting fish? <laughs> For sure. That's how it was. And That's amazing. I wish, yeah, I would love to go back. Uh, maybe a, a trip is in order because that's my favorite boat fishing I ever have done. Is, um, I don't want to give the spot away, but I'll tell you because so no one else goes out there. But I'll tell you guys after the podcast. Yeah. Good. Oh, All right. Top Just, secret information. Hey, yeah, yeah, I, like it. Spot. I like it. Yeah. I, w- I want to. Eric's going to have to buy an Illinois fishing license, though. I can yeah. do that. That's why Illinois is better. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, the goofy question I wanted to ask, too. So, you know, you're obviously sitting down. you got to have your bow in your hand and, uh, you know, with kayaks. Obviously, you're paddling, doing a lot of manual labor, which, you know, you're trying to relax. No, 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 that. you're not paddling. Not in can, these hobbies. You're, you pedal with your feet. You do? Okay, because I was going to ask that's if you awesome. can set, like, a trolley motor up, because I was, I was kind of curious. <laughs> Jeez, you lazy hey, piece hey, of so shit. Shut up. I'm out on the water. I did not. I should have gone into that uh, earlier when we were talking about Hobie. So, Hobie, what makes them Hobie is they were the first ones to come out with the pedal-driven kayaks. So, you're using your feet the whole time. Uh, is there like a motor you can get that'll pedal for you? That's kind of what I'm, <laughs> what I'm going yeah, for. Yeah, you for sure could. But okay, Caitlin, yeah, tell him that he sucks. Could. Just do it. You can do that here. Why not? I don't care. This is, I wanna... this is the only podcast where you can come in here to trash the host. <laughs> dude, if I'm on a boat, I ain't working, man. You're not tell telling you. any other podcast host to fuck off. What on am air. I, a fisherman? Dude, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be doing all this work, I might as well wear them stupid ass get ups and grow white beard and wear one of those yellow. You know what? You know, every time you see a guy that's out at sea, you know, he's working, he's got that <laughs> yellow <laughs> that <laughs> rain jacket. I'm like doing all that work. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm We're not fishing for crab, dude. I'm saying if I'm pedaling, I'm doing work, it's the same damn thing. You're offensive, Steve. I just want... Get out of here, I man. want the boat to move itself You're because I paid for it. That's what I'm... <laughs> Caitlin, what t- I'm tell us for. about these viral videos. Explain, like... I, well, I'll link them in the description of the, this podcast, but just tell us a, about it and... Some of the attention that I got. Okay, so the that very first one that I that I mean went super viral. Um, I think the summer of 2016. I had no idea that that was going to happen. But uh, again, I can tell you where those <laughs> where those car parks are loaded loaded in their ass elbow <laughs> at the end of May. <laughs> you guys might want to go check it out. But, I think um, we will do that. We need to. <laughs> yeah, it's a rush for sure. And um, I had gone there. Uh, the day before, I was trying to get these these uh, giant grass carp, and um, I went. To, I was not obviously successful, so I went the next day, and I was had my girlfriend with me. And I was like, "Please videotape this for me." I, it's so funny because if you watch the full video, you can see me like I kick my <laughs> shoes off. And the, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I'm we're watching fun, one like, right watching. now. We're it's literally got, watching. It's it. got eighty three thousand likes, oh, yeah, one hundred thirty six thousand shares, nine point four million views. They want a chick kicks her shoes yeah. off. Business is about to go down. I know. I'm like, I'm like, be quiet, be quiet. I'm like <laughs> trying to creep up on those carp because they're those grass carp. I tell you, they're the smartest of the carp. <laughs> they see you and they are gone. Wow. Those Huge. Other, so, yeah, they're big. Um, and I had no idea even at the time. I it'd been so long since I'd gone boat fishing. Uh, it had been years, so I didn't even know what I was dealing with. I didn't know how big it was. I was just jacked that I shot one. Uh-huh. And then I posted it. I edited it, and I posted it online. And all of a sudden, I'm getting phone calls, like, three days later, like, Kaylin, I saw you on this video. Like, people people that I hadn't talked to in years were like, you're blowing up. You're blowing up. And I, it, it was pretty sweet. But, uh, yeah, lots of bow fishing. Okay, certain people, people that are, like, anti-hunting, 
can almost understand it when we say we're, you know, for food and stuff. But, like, there's a whole other type of hatred for bow fishermen. See, that's interesting. like, fishermen hate you. Like, you they know, do? catch and release. Like, yeah, like, trout fishermen, like, hate. Like, super serious. Like, I get more hate from trout, like, fishermen than anybody about bow fishing. Well, trout fishermen hate everybody. So yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've been watching. Hey, I'm a- I'm a trout fisherman myself. I got love for everybody. You know, if they're talking that so, trash, I just watched Casino the other day, and I'm in Goodfellas too, so I'm ready to go. I'm ready to roll on some people. So Let's what, hear this. what type of things do they say? I mean, what's the what's the hate? I mean, oh I'm not God. a fisherman. I don't know. You should go read the comments. I it was ridiculous. I, like things like, I wish the arrow would shoot you. I hope it would have ricocheted and shot you. And like, I mean, just death threats and like, you know, people calling me every name in the book. Whether it be I'm only doing this for attention, or people are only this is only going viral because she looks a certain way, or you know stuff like that. So I I got yeah, lots that's... of hate, and I still still continue to do it, but I don't really care. Haters are fans too. No, that's true, man. Attention, that's yeah, that's true. But the thing is, it's my like, haters are my motivators. We talk about this a lot, especially when we have uh, female guests on. It's like, well, you can tell when someone's just doing it for attention. You wouldn't go out by yourself and be on this work for this kayak company and have a nice kayak and go film yourself. If you were in it for the wrong reasons, you'd have videos of your ass for five minutes long, and all you could see is you shooting a bow into the water. You wouldn't see any like you actually killing fish and. You know how to talk about things a certain way because you actually have experience doing it. So it's just yeah. obviously they don't know anything about anything because they they don't know. They're right. just there to hate. I think it just at the point it had gotten so big. Like at first, that was my first experience with really getting any sort of like mass attention. So at first, for days, like I tried to fight everybody back. Like and I was you know arguing everyone, and then it just got to the point that it was so huge. And out of my control, it's like, how do you, I think it reached about 40 million views before the one page that it got shared on got deleted. Like the one with the hugest amount, his page got, ended up getting deleted because he's like this rapper and he, I don't know what the problem was, but he did something obviously Facebook didn't agree with, but, um, it was a bummer for me because that was my, the one that had the, the most amount of views on it. Right. Did anyone ever contact you, like, news stations or, like, any, like, shows or anything, like, major from no, those? No, and it's so funny you say that because my mother-in-law, were talk- we were talking about it, and it's like we'd seen these stupid, stupid people getting, like, somebody going on Ellen or, or something Got for, like, the dumbest thing, and if it was, like, yeah. Damn, <laughs> Daniel. Yeah, like that. Yeah, they, yeah dude, or the kid from Target. I was just thinking about this the well, other day. Thing, yeah, the the thing is, like, Ellen's never going to call someone that's shooting fish because sure. she's for got sure her own agenda. That, but yeah. So the thing was is that I think people reached out to me, and I was still so new to the whole. Like, like I said, that was my first time, and I just kind of shut shut it all off. I just didn't even I didn't even know how to handle it because it was so big. Well, it's got to be overwhelming. Um, yeah, that was that's a huge viral video. That's when you get into yeah, like those two. One, what did I say? One point nine million views is that one or something crazy? Yeah, was, yeah. And that's Turn each. There's two different videos you sent us. It's like the same video, but one's got more edits in it, and they right, they yeah. have well over a million funny. views. That's insane. Yeah, and that other one, the one that I shot from the bank, was um, that was the big, big one. But uh, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about how big they were. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, oh, no, no, no. This is what you're saying. Did anyone reach out to me? So there are some articles right. written that people just put out there, and, like, people took their own spin on it without anyone contacting me. People started. So the bummer thing about it was is I probably could have made a lot of money off that video. For sure. Um, but I didn't, you know, protect it. or So people just stole it and started, you know, putting it out there on their own, or people started, you know, creating the, their own thing about it, uh, making it their own. So they got all the attention and stuff like that. So, Dang, I would have been yeah, lawyered up. Slinging dick, be like, nope, you're paying me. <laughs> yeah. no, lightning hit the building. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> but I mean, but the yeah, attention's good. You have a ton of followers it. online, so I mean, I don't know. I'm sure you had a lot of followers online before that, but I'm sure that helped a lot. Yeah, I um, started. So I started the, my Facebook page after that, and um, yeah, it did it grew at big time. See, that's awesome. We're, we uh. We try to put Steve out like that on the internet, try to get a viral video. Yeah, we lose. We lose likes. <laughs> yeah, we lose likes. You're like, what the? No, unfollow. Unfollow. They're like, who is this That's fat funny. guy with a personality? What is he doing? Know your place. <laughs> yeah, know your place. <laughs> get the hell out of here. Show us that bowfishing girl again. Since we're on kind of like the industry and women, I don't I like to ask this, but we always do because I like to see different takes on it. No, um, will you go to prom with it. us? Because I didn't oh. want to... Oh, that's not what you're going to ask. Man, shut your mouth, dude. Um, like, what's your outlook on women in the industry? Because there's there's positive and negative. We all know the negatives. We talk about it. And then the positives don't get talked about enough. So, um, um, there's so it's hard to talk about. Heard, <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's not too hard because uh, it shouldn't be. I, I don't know. I hear a lot of people saying like, I think I've heard you guys even ask it to Allison or, or somebody I, or in a different podcast. Maybe it wasn't Allison. But, like, I've heard you guys say, as a woman, wouldn't it piss you off to see other girls, like, exploiting themselves for stuff? Right? Right. right. Yeah. Yep. For, like, viewers and stuff. It does not piss me off. In fact, it it makes me happy because I stand out more. I'm on this podcast with you guys today because you see what I'm doing. It makes me stick out. Not that I have anything. I honest don't honestly don't care about what anyone else is doing. Like girls can be in their bikinis doing that shit all day long. I don't care. <laughs> yes, I'm, they can. They're not going to get what? Oh, I said yes, they can. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, they will get millions or hundreds of thousands of followers. But it's not going to be for the reasons why you want to get them onto a podcast and talk. Them. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. And we. So I, I really don't care about them. See, they, and that's awesome. Me, yeah. See, we pride ourselves in that we, we haven't had, I don't think we have, have one of those girls on our podcast, and nor I don't have any interest in it. I don't like to support it. Um, it bothers me a lot um, for, for just because it's a bad look. And if I was a, a, a woman, I would feel like. Man, get the fuck out of here with that, you know? But but your outlook is pretty cool because you're right. You know, if you are a real one in Steve's terms, then <laughs> people will recognize it and recognize it in a yeah, good way with respect. For sure. That's what that's my outlook. And, you know, I, I know lots of girls that are in their bikinis fishing and, and they post it and stuff, and they're my friends. And I don't care if they're doing it for attention or not. And then there's lots of girls that are just straight-up badasses. And 
it, they're so badass at what they're doing that the fact that they're in their bikini just gets even overlooked. But I just, well, maybe not for some other people, but <laughs> it yeah, just depends. Right. Here's what the- about the chicks that are... Say yeah, they might be legit, but and like they're in their bikini, whatever. Like that's a weird space in this conversation because it, it is a weird area. Because yeah, they're they're they probably do exist um, and they're out there, but you know, it's like the girls that are doing it and are passionate about it. You, we all know. Oh, we don't all know them. That's which is sad. But you normally know the chicks with their boobs out, like shooting fish or whatever. But what about the girls that are in that weird gray line? Like you know, this isn't their passion. But they're like trying to make it before attention, and they. No, they're yeah, they're trying hard. You does know, that bother you at all, or are you kind of like do you like do you find it entertaining? Do you follow them? No. Do you unfollow? Like, how does that work? I don't pay attention to it. I, if I know they're trying to do it for attention, it's just so obvious, and I just don't even give it a thought. Really, I. Yeah. I don't know. It's so hard because <laughs> I don't. It's just hard because. They might be totally different in person. You might be their friend, but they're just like, oh, you know, yeah, I don't know. I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I hear it. But it is, if they're doing it for attention, it, it, it's not my, uh, I don't know. I don't really have a thought about it, I guess. I yeah. just don't, it does. It flies right under the radar. Good, well, good. I, I want to ask this, you know, because they say if you spend ten thousand doing ten thousand hours doing something, you're an expert. So I've looked at a lot of chicks' Instagram posts, and <laughs> he's an expert. I, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I guess like, you could say that. You should see his bookmarks tab on Instagram. It's disgusting. Oh, dude, I, it's lagged my phone out. But what I don't get is like why when you know when when some of these girls are bow fishing, why they they have like a bikini on, but then they're wearing like Daisy Duke shorts, but they like leave it open, so you, it's like you're wearing bikini bottom. But you got like jean shorts on over that. Like, are you asking her why they do it? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why they do it. I'm just asking whoever. I mean, is that like, is that the chick's version of sagging? You know, it's just like just wear a bikini or just like just wear regular clothes (laughs) or don't wear it at all. There's three options. Like, you're saying she's got like a bikini top on, but then wearing jean shorts on the bottom. But she's got a bikini bottom on because she's like leaving bikini bottom where SpongeBob lives. But she's like, (laughs) but she's like leaving. My thing would probably be maybe she's self-conscious to show all the goods, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but she's I mean, right. She's, she's yeah. right. But, yep. but this is why show- you, we had you on, Caitlin. Yeah, but she's showing that she all is right, wearing bikini bottoms. This podcast is done. Thank you. <laughs> she's showing that she is, but she's still wearing jeans over. I mean, is it so you can have pockets? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> You're killing me, dude. I'm just curious. I, bet, I just would know. Okay, I'm trying to put myself into that girl's position. I, I would think that she... Because I think I've even done this before. In one of my bow fishing videos, I have my bikini bottoms on, but you probably can't even notice it in the video. But I have, like, a tank top on. Um, and it was because I didn't want to film in a bikini. So I left, but I was sitting down, so I was still in my bikini bottom. So I was like, no one's going to see anything I'm sitting down. Um, but I, I put my tank top on because I just didn't want to film like that. So I, I that was a... For me, that was... I didn't want to be seen like that. So You're being professional. Yeah. I'm putting myself in that girl's shoes, and maybe she just, yeah, maybe she has some cellulite and insecurities, and she don't want people picking her apart on the internet for having cellulite. My mic stand just fell off the studio table. Keep her ripping. So that is interesting. That's a... That's that's something guys would never think of. I got it. That's a total girl's perspective. Like, that's totally what I think would be going on. 
Interesting. Well, uh, while Kurt fixes his uh, microphone, I will uh, ask a, a, another thing. Do you um? Say, <laughs> Does he like, not agree? I'll, <laughs> I'll, uh, I, won't, I, I won't make it creepy. What's the uh, What's the craziest thing you've seen out on, when you were bow fishing out in the water? Little change of pace. Um, a dying. Uh, I found a drowning baby bird last year, and I saved it. That was probably pretty crazy. I don't know. And I like kept it for a few days. Try to nurse it back to health. Um, that's what. That one came to my mind. <laughs> so, oh, did, did we lose it? Are you still there? I'm still here. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, uh, dude, I, I just saw somebody else, uh, our good buddy, um, Chris Johnson saved a bird that was like half dead the other day. And it's, I, I've done that too. It's kind of weird, you know, you're out to go kill something, but then you see like a, like a bird dying and, you know, you'll still help it. It's oh, just yeah. like, I, for sure. It's just like chill with me the rest of the day on the kayak. <laughs> Dude, I like really? it. I set it in the back. It was like a baby, baby. Like just fall on the nest. So I was like, here, little honey, you know, sit and get warm. And, and your dog wasn't messing with it at all? That day I didn't have my dog out with me. Oh, okay. there you go. That dog would have had a little snack. <laughs> a little Tweety Bird. I, I, other than that, I don't know what's all. Probably, um... And so my favorite my favorite bow fishing spot has is that like a like an RV like campground. The weirdest bow fishing is always at the boat ramp, like the the super hillbillies, like on the weekends. So people the, watching with the white beaters and the Budweisers. <laughs> so, yeah, that's on, probably the weirdest. Thing. That's usually pre NASCAR day. It's like <laughs> NASCAR like, hasn't started yet. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's preseason NASCAR scouting. <laughs> yeah, that, the the boat launch is weird. It's a weird place. No, I I don't know, dude. I saw a video of how like boat launches were like put in, and it changed my whole life. Like for the longest time, I thought they just drained all the water. They somehow walled it off. No, they do. They put the concrete and they just slide it in. Have you? Uh, have you ever like lost any any boats in the uh, in the boat ramp or like now that you got your kayak? Dude, where do you, you can basically get in anywhere, right? Yeah, pretty much. So have I lost any what? You, you haven't lost any like boats or anything. You know, got any crazy <laughs> stories on the boat where like you know you're trying to back the boat in and it just falls in? No, I don't. <laughs> so yeah, Caitlin, everybody's like watching you, Caitlin. You kind of you talked about your kayak and stuff, but uh, what are you using for a bow fishing rig? Um, I have been with uh, Cajun bow fishing. Um, I started shooting that a few years ago, and then I reached out to them to see if I could be a part of the uh, team, and I have been shooting that ever since. So um, Cajun bow fishing, the sucker punch, and a winch reel or the spin doctor. And then um, my one thing that I rely on heavily, I don't know if you have seen, if you go back and watch the videos, um, it's called the bow dagger and it like mounts onto my kayak rail. So it is in the, uh, not in the way of anything. It sits off on the side of my kayak. It's pretty sweet. Oh, that's awesome. I'm back. So it's kind of like a bow <laughs> hanger for your kayak. That is cool. I wondered how you like carried that around on the kayak. Yeah. It's this thing called bow dagger and it has this bracket that it mounts right into. So I don't have to have it cause it is a big piece of equipment to just, have in the way so that bow dagger has been awesome for me so it's kind of sitting there ready for you whenever you need it yeah yep for That's sure cool. it's kind of like the 
boat version or kayak version, like you know in ground blinds how you have that thing that kind of like pinches your cam yep. or your limb. That way your boat's sitting upright so it's not laying down with an arrow. Yeah, knife. well, that's it is all. It's made, I think they specifically made it first for bow hunting and then they went into the bow fishing world. So it's it can be used either way. It, it like stakes into the ground. Oh, okay, right. yeah. Or, yep. I've seen the yeah, product before. I just never used one. Okay, let's hit you yeah, with a I, quick, quick mid-podcast rapid fire. If you could only right. bow fish, fish, or bow hunt, one of those for the rest of your life, which one would you pick? Fishing. Just regular fishing? Yeah. Really? That's interesting. I was I, I was expecting <laughs> bow fishing. No, I think a lot of people would think that. But I, I find bow fishing is probably my favorite thing to do by myself. Um, and my husband doesn't ever want to do bow fishing, so he, he likes fishing and we enjoy fishing together, so... Um, bow fishing is my good little getaway. I mean, even with hunting too. I I'm always hunting by myself, so those things are fun. But like hunting is stressful, <laughs> bow fishing is fun, and then fishing is, can be both. So it's either stressful or <laughs> and fun at the same time. I get that. So I want to take it back to your equipment. Do you use a uh, mechanical fish head then for your uh, bow fishing rig? Uh, no. No, you use uh, just like the wire point then. Yep. Yeah. I, the one that I, my favorite one, I think is, it's called the, or I know it's called, it's the Cajun Garpoon. It's like made uh, for really big fish. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, okay. I, I like that one a lot. Yeah. I've tried the to garpoon. use the Garpoon. Me- <laughs> I like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I've tried to use those mechanical ones and I've had nothing but problems. I was seeing if maybe you knew some sort what's of secret. It, what's the mechanical head? Explain yeah, that. Yeah. I'm actually kind of confused too. That, I, I guess I maybe, what, what is, I don't know if I've ever heard of a mechanical one. So, well, it's I think it's a muzzy muzzy product where the actual the uh barbs or the wires or whatever they fold into the head and when it goes into the fish that's when they deploy. But if you don't oh, okay. get it, yep, if you don't get a pass through, I've had a lot of troubles and I mean when you're shooting big grass carp or buffalo Is that the one where if it goes through the fish you turn the prongs the other way and then you can shake the fish off? No, so that's that's like, that'd be like that's your wire like a point. Basic one. Oh, that's a wire point. Okay. Yeah, it, like what we use when we went that that's what that is. This okay. is this is just so, a little bit more complicated. The garpoon is I guess sort of mechanical. It like locks in, and then when you yeah penetrate the fish, it kind of pops out. And I've never had okay. any problems with that. Yeah, yeah. I would say I, when I first started, I was trying them, but my bow was probably a little weak, and I was new, so I didn't know what I was doing. Right. In fact, it usually just pops out kind of often. The one problem that I do have with it is that it gets hard sometimes to put it back in. It's a little mm-hmm. holder thing that because uh-huh. it gets crusty and slimy and you know all sorts of crap in it <laughs> yeah yeah i would imagine is there like any any type of care that you have to take with like those heads i mean obviously you know they go through they get blood and guts all over them i mean do you just wash them out i mean do they get uh or, uh, they're stainless aren't they or yeah, uh so not galvanized uh, i don't so it's i think it depends on where you are boat fishing for me i and always in like flooded timber. So my number one issue is getting it stuck into a tree because those garpoons are no joke. And I will spend like 15 minutes trying to get it out of a freaking tree. But then it's, I mean, sometimes they can bend out, but um, the tip itself is usually still fine. But like they'll, they will, the, the bars bend kind of, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I hear a lot of people that like fish in 
like rocky areas or you know pebbles and, and rubble and stuff they they break their stuff all the time but i i really don't ever have a problem with my tips yeah the points i always use they're the muzzy so the tips are replaceable but yeah you hit a rock and i mean the tip just goes completely dull you shoot a gar and <clears throat> i mean it just bounces off of it so that's that's the only yeah. problem i've ever had Bow fishing's cool. I'm excited to get out. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like I don't know enough about it, dude. I don't, I'm the same way. I'm learning so much right now about yeah. bow fishing. And it's making me want to just not go turkey hunting next weekend and just go <laughs> bow fishing instead. It's a rabbit hole. I mean, sure. it, it's just like deer hunting. You get involved, and there's all yeah. sorts of technical. All of a sudden, you stuff. got a boat and everything. And else. The thing yeah. is, yeah. I feel like in our area, uh, just south of the Quad Cities, we don't take advantage of it. We're between the Mississippi, the Rock River, oh the Wapsies, no, and right across yep. the Mississippi. <laughs> She's yelling at you, Curtis. She's like, get your head yeah, out of your I'm ass. I'm yelling at you guys. I'm yelling at you guys because now that, I mean, moving up to Wisconsin, everybody here, like, is in the outdoors. And when I lived in Western Illinois, like, I felt like no one did anything. Everyone just went to the bars or were duck hunters. Sorry if you guys are duck hunters, but. No, we're not. We're nope. not. Nope. What, what's but that, that's so big down there, you know? And, and no, I never saw anybody on the river. And if they were, they were just, you know, the. The wife beater, Budweiser people riding their sport bones around. <laughs> Down on the dam with a Corona. Yeah, drinking some Steve <laughs> yeah, Weisers. Exactly. So I, it was just so nice. And the, I mean, it was just the carp heaven down there. Yeah. Um, and I was just always by myself. And I think the reason, too, is that I don't ever go out at night. I think a lot of people go out at night, and I can't stand night boat fishing. Really? I've never gone at night. But Steve went when you guys went, it was at yeah, night. Yeah, that shit was awesome. It got kind of creepy, dude, because, like, some random dog started barking. I go, are we close to any houses? Like, it's just, it, I don't yeah, know, there's some creepy Steve's shit also scared of the dark, so. <laughs> I ain't afraid of the dark. Uh, Good thing there's a lot of lights on there. I'm afraid of what's <laughs> out there in the dark. You went with Super Guide Brandon, too, so he I had did. you set up. Dude, dude, yeah, dude, dude, Daddy's got you, Steve. Daddy's yeah. got you. <laughs> dude, he had one hell of a setup, like, you know, yeah. the lights were under. But he, he was telling me Papa's that, uh, like, it is... <laughs> It is a little bit harder during the day because when you're like his that setup gotcha. was like the lights were underwater, so you could see the fish a lot better. But he said during the day, if the you know the water's kind of the same same consistency that it was when we went, it's a little bit harder mm-hmm. during the day. So I guess if yeah, he, I hear people. Yeah, I think people think it's harder, but I'm willing to go for the harder because I just would rather not see a bunch of people out there. When I'm out boat fishing, I just want to be with me, myself, and I out in nature for the most part. And your dog. So. And my dog. <laughs> well, my dog's a part birds. of me. One thing I want to do quick before we kind of switch gears, if you don't mind, I want you to rattle off your top three idols that either people know about or they should know about, um, women idols, that we should all discover and show respect to. Does that make sense? For sure. Let me think about it for a minute. Um, first one that comes to mind is... Uh, I thought you were going to go silent for a day. <laughs> yeah, she's just like... Mm. Okay, sorry. Go. No, that one came to mind right away. Who's Becca the first Garris. one? I'm sorry. I was rude. Becca Garrett. Have you heard of her? Yep. Yeah, I have. Yeah. She's, I think, one of... She's just so paved her own path, and I, I really think that that's awesome. She, I mean, she's one of those girls that I think is so badass, and she's wearing a bikini even, and it just... I think it goes unnoticed because she's just sweet at what she's doing, and she's just really doing her own thing. She doesn't give a shit about the people and and all the the crap that goes along with trying to, I don't know, make a name it. or something. I don't. Right. Um. Yeah, she's just really cool. Let's see. I think Jules McQueen. I look up to her a lot just because she's such a boss. 
on like the 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 background of things. Like she's just got so many things that going for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's just talented with I don't know. Uh, she's just a boss. <laughs> I don't know how to say it other than that. Right. Um, you can say it like this. She's a boss. She's a boss. Yeah. <laughs> a Rick Ross flavor. <laughs> she she is. She really is. Um. Let me see. And then I just think another, not any girl in particular, but just girls that I can think of, like, that are just out there doing it because they love to do it. All They're tied for third. trying to get any attention. They're right. doing it because they love to do it. They're doing it just because they do it. They're not doing it to uh, seek a like from uh, Steve. Oh, I don't like any of that uh, on Instagram. I keep my stuff private. <laughs> he never. He just follows him. He never actually likes anything. Dude, it's like I'm literally like that. You're just a ghoster. Yeah, dude. Oh, for sure. It's straight up creeper. Like, if there was, I, I wish. I would. Like, you know what I do sometimes? I go and hide me in a bush, and I look at these Instagram posts, and I never like any of them. <laughs> dude, that's, that's a, the weirdest thing I've ever heard. It's aggressive. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Well, hey, don't put it on the internet if you don't want me to see it or make your uh, yeah. profile not public. That's so there you go. Just creeping in the bush. Excuse me, I um, I'll be back in forty five minutes. I'm gonna go hide in this bush over here. I, th- I think some of the ladies that do that type of like attention seeking posts, like outdoor posts, whatever it may be, think like. There's guys that are going to see it, yeah, and enjoy it, but there's also guys like Steve yeah, the, who are going to see it and see it in a bush, so that like, might keep them from like, maybe I shouldn't like, post this. She's like, oh, here's this fat mark. If she ever puts a t-shirt out, she's going to make it in 4X. You know what I, I should... I know. I'm going to make a meme post for our Working Class Bowhunter page that says, ladies, be careful what you post. Your dad might see it, and that'll probably change yeah. the whole game. Oh, Dude, or Steve Steven might see it. <laughs> because hey, We need to get a creepy-ass picture of you after this what podcast. If, I can use yeah. it. What if... I'm not trying to put my... Oh, go ahead. I'm just not trying to put myself on a pedestal, but like I know my place. I'm a fat, creepy douchebag. Yeah, I, I know what I'm <laughs> what I'm at. But if I start just like going back, like all these huntresses, and I'm gonna go back and start liking like pictures from like 2014. Well, it depends on how old they are. But I'm gonna start liking pictures, and then they're gonna start putting their shit on private now, private hey. and private. And dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this around with my creepy. Can we do something real quick? All right. For the sake of the podcast, can we have you troll? We'll have you. Fi- we'll find some chicks that we know are kind of like phony, and I want you to go deep into the game. We'll do it after the podcast. You go deep, like three years ago on their Instagram, and just like like six pictures in a row from like 2014. Me? And then, and no, then, we're gonna do it. We're gonna have no, Steve me. do it. No, I'm gonna do oh. it, and then I'm gonna be like, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm be like sliding their DMs. Sup? No, you don't say anything. You just like them and then leave. They gotta be the old ones, and we'll All see right. if you get a message or anything happens. <laughs> Moving along, I'm ready for it. Let's do it. Caitlin, I want to talk about hanging stands because I feel like this is a thing that a lot of guys, if they try to be, you know, to test a chick whether she's a real one or not, is do you hang your own stands? You know what I mean? Like, I, that's like the test. For sure, for sure I do. And um, this came about when the, actually this year, I've I been using a timer for a few years, but this year I finally started hanging my own stands because. My husband was working, and he'd already tagged out. He'd already got his big bucks for the year, and he was not going to come help me move stands that I wanted moved. Man. And so I was like, well, well, he's, you know, I, he's just over it. He's a he's dick. He's over it. <laughs> he's a dick. No, he's not. 
<laughs> sounds like it. Yeah, he kind of sounds like it. You didn't paint a good picture of him. No, he's not. I uh, promise. All right. Well, we're going to okay, go so with our me, word. It's Let um, me explain. All right. Here we go. Let here me think. Um, so, anyways, he's not a dick. No, great explanation. All right. You know, you totally have me sold. He is not a dick. Greatest human being I ever met. Yeah. Say it to his face. <laughs> hey, you're the greatest human being I ever met. Oh, you're a dick? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't know. He was just over hunting, and he, he was done with it for the year. He'd done his, and he was working. He works a lot, so I, I was like, well, you know, if no one's going to help me, i got to do this myself. And so I'll be damned. There's my favorite stand that I wanted moved is too heavy for me to throw up on the tree. And the, the, the land that we hunted last year, it was just all, like, immature sycamore trees, so you can't take your climber up it. it there's just a million branches. Mm-hmm. So what I had done, I was like, yeah, I'll be damned if I need a guy to freaking help me do this. I'm figuring it out one way or another. So I threw it on, like, the bottom of the tree, and I would go step-by-step step, climbing the sycamore tree and, like, hoisting it up from the back of the tree. Like, I was climbing the tree, and then I hoisted stand and then i climb the tree and i stand because like i was like i feel like it's done no one's helping me here and if i want to hunt and i gotta do this right so and it's just been um it was a really good feeling that i i didn't need help i guess and i got it done even though it was way too heavy for me to do on my own and um and then i started doing uh the hang on stands this year too so that was kind of fun not as fun as the the climber stand. I don't. I'm not a super big fan of the hang on set. Really, that's funny because I'm the opposite to where yep. my dad loves climbers. My dad's killed more big bucks out of climbers than it than almost anyone I know. I'm a hang on guy. Like I can, I feel like I could throw a hang on up. It depends on the tree and how the setup is. But from scratch, I feel like I could be pretty close to throwing a hang up in a tree as fast as someone could climb one. Well, you don't need that perfect tree to put, like, what you do with a climber. That's what I love about them, too. Yeah. Be like, I don't have to hunt. I can be like, there's branches in there, the and I can kind of meander through, and I can kind of use branches to help me get five more feet up if, I, if they're there yeah. to climb, you know? That's I, what I like about I them. Guess, I guess my the reason why I favor the climber is because I've used it longer, and I'm comfortable with it, more comfortable. It takes me so long, and I feel like hang-ons are really loud, and it's just it honestly is heavy, for me to try to hold like the platform um, and ratchet it, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. when, when you got to get on, it's really heavy. And so I really struggle trying to get it on, but I mean, I, I do it, but it just, it's really hard. Wait, wait, so, hard so, so you're an Instagram huntress, but you don't work out. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hunter. And, yeah, <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I love that. You are, do you hate the word huntress? I really do. And I think I've heard people say that, they, I've heard some other girls say that you know they're not bothered by it, but I feel like huntress is really a term, like a derogatory term at this point. Yeah, it, it, you I know, hate it, it kinda, as well. It, it is, and we're that's all hunters, I, man. We're all one family. We're hunters. That's what we are. That's not yeah, a I, huntress. Just I sounds like, like shit too. Totally, yeah, huntress now is those. When I think of a huntress, I legit think of those girls that are out getting attention. Yeah, I don't think of some a girl that's out hunting. I think of those girls that are on Instagram trying to get attention. That's what the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. No, I agree. That's, I asked that question a lot. I think we asked Allison that, um, maybe we didn't, but we, we at least talked about it when she was here before or after the podcast. Um, we've asked it before also, but 
Like huntress is just a it's a weird word. We're we're hunters. It's a it's a family. That's what we are. Yeah. So like, what if you were just a gatherer? Would you be a gatherer? <laughs> Steve's a gatherer. Yeah. He's out. Thinking, I'm a gatherer. Don't assume my gender. You pile of garbage. Well, I am assuming your gender. You need a blender for your Bloody Mary, or what do you need? <laughs> so, here we go. And then take it. Okay, so if you take it in a boat or like fishing, I have no problem calling myself a fisherwoman or like. Or or a fisherman, but like it's the word huntress makes you sound like a princess or something. Yeah, it's not. It's just not a huntress. It just makes me think of like pink stuff. Yeah, I get that. So are you like that. a scientist s? <laughs> like if you were a, a chick scientist, a scientist S, Man. you know what I mean? <laughs> like that, you're just yeah. adding that s on there. It just sounds so stupid. I just don't. Yeah, I don't like huntress. It's. I think that word needs to go. Away. Hey, look my look at my mailman s. Yeah, you know, it's, it's dumber Stop. than shit. Why do we add it to? <laughs> Quit while you're ahead. It's just Hunter. I'm agreeing with you, but I'm just adding. I'm I'm showing how stupid it is. Well, back to hanging stands. Yeah. Um, me and Cameron at work. We actually work together. We were talking. Um, you know, while we're working, of course, talking about um, hang I'll on. Talk to you. Uh, how, yeah, how to hang stands or hang ons. Um, different like ways we do it and stuff like that. And um, me and my dad always experiment with different brands and different um like stand setups for sticks or. Whatever it may be, lineman's rope, which I'm big into now. Oh um, yeah, which change your life. No, you have my not, 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 not lines and lifelines, but I'm gonna get a lineman's rope this year because normally yeah, I do the gotta get one, man. Dude. I do the one foot hobble and the jump no. and the yeah. skip, <laughs> and I gotta get out of that, dude. I know because my luck's running lineman's out. Lineman's belt, you just lean oh, back man. and hang it, man. You got dude, both hands yeah. free. So I'm gonna make I one. I used it and it it supported me. And if I fall, I'm falling big, and it supported me, dude. They're well worth. Well, it. what I want to do is uh, get the lineman the lineman's rope. Why can't I say that and then the lifeline at the same time and i'm gonna have it to where i'm one trip up and i have a certain set of sticks that i bought i've said it before in the podcast i won't say the brand ah, fuck it uh don't spend your hard-earned money on x stand um x stand makes some good stuff but their sticks in my opinion are very loud um see i love their sticks well I, which sticks are you talking about the ones with the the the, the they the, kind of come out at an angle and they're they're heavy i'll give you yeah that. but it's sharp as hell on your hands and you climb yeah, but it grabs your feet. But mine are noisy. Those, those, grabs when, your feet. when you step on it, mine go pop, 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 pop. See, pop mine, really. did, mine didn't do that this year. Mine were bad. Almost you every got those, tree. You got that light tree stamp. I got the right? light one. I got the yeah. backcountry yeah. combo. I, I, when I hung in it first, it didn't do it. I got it in a good tree. When I moved it, the tree, no matter how I hung it, it made noise. So when I took that thing down, I, I sent, I did a video and sent it to everybody. I'm like. Fuck X stand sticks. This is bullshit. <laughs> and then on my way down, I threw every stick out. And I'm like, I, I should just leave them here. But what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna bring them home. I have them still out there, actually. I'm gonna pull them down and I'm gonna fill them with uh, great stuff foam mm-hmm. and see if that quiets them down. Make them heavier. It'll, I don't care at this point. <laughs> I my my favorite sticks so at to this point for the money are the Rivers Edge grip sticks. You yep. can get them at yeah. Farm and Fleet for like. 11 bucks a piece. Or when they're on sale for like nine bucks. What brand do you use, Caitlin, for hang on or for uh, hang on and uh, climber? Uh, I honestly have no idea. That's kind of awesome. Well, my my climber is a, um, what the heck is that? Oh, Summit, the open shot. I love it. It's it's small and lightweight and perfect for me. Um, And then then I don't have any clue. We got, I think, I have no idea about the hang ons. We've got a whole bunch of different kinds. I really am not. I don't notice like brand or like names of stuff. Yeah, just <laughs> I don't use know it. that. Like, okay, does this work? Am I going to kill a deer out of this? <laughs> that's what, 
that's about as good as I need. I get that. Let's um, let's hit some social media questions here, quick, shall we? Sure. I thought I had it pulled up. I exited on accident. One moment. You notice how earlier when my mic um, took a dive off the studio table, how weird <laughs> of a host Steve is on his yeah. own. Like he got so weird there for like three minutes. He panicked. He I did. Think, yeah, are you who nervous who with that one? No, Steve did. Because I was, so, I was in the middle of trying to help you. Like I got it. Okay, man. Sorry. Well, I'm bro. like host the show. It's your job. Yeah. She was like, man, I don't know, honey, and I'm nervous. <laughs> no, there's there's two other fine young gentlemen here that could have spoke up, but yet I was trying to hold the mic for you and do a bunch of. I just can't multitask. That's all it is. I'm just here to drink beer, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, no complaints here. <laughs> you can complain. Yeah, you can. Um, That's totally fine with us. Crystal Allen says, no way, she's my freaking hero. That's not a question. Um, Good question. <laughs> Tim? I was surprised by that. That, felt, that kind of felt cool. Do you know her? I do. I don't. I, I went to school with her. I was to see somebody like, be surprised. Like, hey, Caitlin. I was neat to see that she recognized who I was and like she was excited to hear That is very what cool. I had to say. Very, yeah, because I didn't know. I don't, I don't know who she is. Eric does, apparently. Um, Tim Dowdell. Question: What advice do you have for a twelve-year-old girl who wants to start bow hunting? Uh, kind of like we we were talking about earlier. Just go outside, like get out there, go do it. That's I mean, that's how I've just always done everything, and I I just learn by doing trial and error, and uh, just get out there and and see how the see how it all works, and it might take you longer than somebody else that might be teaching you or or if you've got a mentor that's great but i just really like doing it getting out and doing it yeah that's cool yeah that's a good answer i like that um here's a fun one i love this guy that writes in all the time hogan smith because he's always hating on steve and that's my favorite thing (laughs) of all time um he wants a podcast of us just ripping steve for like an hour which is Um, possible we do it we could do that for you guys you guys would burn out after 10 minutes and then i would you would funnel the rest of the 50 minutes and i would rail you guys yeah you would i'm not gonna lie you're good at that (laughs) um hogan smith writes do you find Stephen Muller attractive? We need a detailed answer and a score of 1 to 10, please. I am on RateMe.com. <laughs> and uh, he asked, what are your most memorable hunts, and what states do you like hunting? Okay, well, answer number one, I've only got eyes for my husband. Sorry. <laughs> Playing it safe. You can tell Steve to fuck off, please. I love that. that the, the, the number 10 is a protected answer, so that's okay. I'll accept that because it is not a no. <laughs> tell Steve to go to hell. Please, Caitlin. <laughs> Do it. Well, that, yeah, so I just thought that was funny. So, funny question, but um, what was the next one? The, she moved uh, fast. Good, damn. You're too good at our Dude, podcast. she just juked that hate. What are what are your most memorable hunts, and what states would you like, what states would you like hunting? Um, My most memorable hunt was my first deer I shot. I was absolutely determined to do it on my own, and I was determined to get a buck, and um, my, I had been hunting pretty hard and i didn't know a dang thing about hunting because i was too stubborn to listen to josh my husband i didn't want to hear anything anyone had to say i just wanted to go do it and (laughs) figure it out and um so i i did and the first year that came in is during like the rut first year that came in josh said you know for your first year you should just shoot whatever uh whatever you see (laughs) shoot it but i didn't want to shoot a i did not want to shoot a um so I, I was really wanting to get the buck. So I seen the spike buck, and I tried to pull back, and 
while sitting down and, and missed and it went over its back and I was so distraught, discouraged or whatever, you know, pretty pissed. And then like five minutes later, um, a nicer buck comes in, a nice eight pointer, probably a two year oldish. And, um, I was like, Oh God, here's my redemption. So I, I go to, it like came walking the exact same path and, um, it went behind a tree and I always heard Josh in my mind. He said, you know, you always pull back when their head's down or they're behind a tree. And, um, or like their head behind a tree or whatever. And so right. it was going behind this tree and it was going to walk forward. So I stood up really slowly and I kind of turned cause it was kind of like a right sided shot, right handed or, you know, to the right. And, um, like perfect shot. It like barely ran far at all. And it just fell down. And I'm like <laughs> shaking, of course, like everybody does. And I stood up and I was like, jumping i probably shouldn't be doing this but i was jumping on my stand like hands in the air like fist pumping that's awesome (laughs) and then i've always you know in the back of my mind so i mean josh has told me something he's like you know don't go up on it um so i just marked the tree that i knew it had fell by and i went back to the truck and waited for him because he was out hunting that day too and i get back to the truck and he comes up and he's like, I shot the biggest deer ever, like the biggest buck at, at the time for him. We uh-huh. both doubled up on different parts of the land. I got my first buck and he had gotten his um, biggest deer at the time. So it was just a really cool, even though we weren't hunting together, we were hunting and we just both got deer. It was for sure the coolest experience I've had so far. That's awesome. That is cool. Um, he, I don't know what states would you like hunting. I'm, I'm assuming in what states would you like to hunt? As I think is what he's also asking. Um, I don't know. I love whitetail hunting, so I feel like we've got it pretty good here in Illinois. I've had it pretty good. I'm excited to see what Wisconsin's all about. Not as good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, just a big pile of shit. Decent, decent. Yeah. No, it's still good, but yeah, the area that we lived in, Western <laughs> Illinois, down there, is, is pretty pretty nice. So, um, but I don't think Wisconsin's too far behind. No, so yeah, Wisconsin's I'm, awesome. Well, Iowa's number one, so yeah, Illinois though is. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are arguing like fifth graders. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I'm better. Uh, thank you, Ben think- Hogan Smith, for that. <laughs> I think. Um, I don't really know. I think going out west some, at some point in my life for, like, trying to sh- go from, like, mule deer would be really fun. And um, But it's not, like, a huge, huge desire. I just want to shoot a big whitetail, whether that be in Wisconsin, Illinois, or right. wherever it is. I, I, just, feel like you're, I feel like you're pretty content. Like, I feel like you love what you love, and you're, you're cool with it. Yeah, for sure. Which is not a bad thing. That's That's awesome. You know, people a lot of times are like, well, I need to get out of this place and do something different. Which you you moved to Wisconsin for better things that you already had interest in, which is that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, big game, Polina, as uh, AKA D Rock. Oh, is it? What is a good age to get my daughter started and and let it keep her interested? It's kind of the same question, but move uh, out of the dirty water. He's a, he's a listener <laughs> from Connecticut. I don't know. I don't think he. Um, that's a tough one because I just remember myself as a, a young girl. I would have, if anyone tried to push anything on me, I would have extremely not been interested. So you just kind of have to let them figure out if they want to do it on their own. I think my interest sparked in hunting. Like I told you guys, I just really love being outdoors 
and I just liked exploring and, and being out in nature. And I think the bow hunting side of it came from that. So I found my own passion in the outdoors, and then bow hunting followed in line. Cool. Yeah, that, that's the you kind of have to like point them the right direction. This is how I picture, and just see if they they bite it and, and take off. Yeah, with it. I mean, yeah, take them out with you. Don't say you do this or I want you to try this. Like, just let her ask. At least that's how I was. I, you know, show me the or, like the same thing with Josh with bow fishing. I was telling you guys that story. He'd come home from bow fishing, and I'd be like, Oh, what's that? Oh, and like, Oh, I wonder if I'd be any good at that. that I think that's how it works for me. Anyway. Right, right. Um, on to the next one. We have one. Kristen Potega says, when is she taking me bow fishing? <laughs> Kristen and I have been bow fishing together before. <laughs> well, she doesn't need it. Okay. All right. There's something yeah, funny no, in here. She's a good friend, so she better call me, Kristen. <laughs> I didn't see this earlier, and I don't know how I did it until now, but Allison, whatever her last name, writes, <laughs> tags you. Ta- oh, okay, she tagged your friend Kristen, tagged you, tagged us. Boys vs. Girls this summer? Yeah, I saw that. Chris, um, Allison must really have a competitive side to her. She I'm hates not- us. That's her That's her competitive yeah. side. Because <laughs> she's from Wisconsin. Dude, she, you already <laughs> said that you never had a fight club. Me and Kurt already have experience. So, like, you know, uh, we good- go bow fishing and then we all fight each other. How- who- all right. <laughs> I'm just, I'm Damn, I, I don't want to get beat twice in one day. <laughs> That's right. No, I think that. Uh, Five and two record. I would gladly to lose to you guys anytime. We should do that. I'll lose. <laughs> I'm down for bow fishing anytime. I'll, I'm not super competitive, but um, I'm down to shoot fish. Okay, I'm down to, I'm not really, I'm competitive only in certain things. I'm down to bowfish, drink beer, and then podcast. <laughs> Sounds great. Okay, that's, we'll, we'll call it a plan. We're going to watch pro wrestling, too. Yeah, what? thank you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, wait. So, I've been paying, I've been listening to a few of your guys' podcasts, oh, and wrestling comes up quite often. What is the deal? It's Steve. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's Steve. It's a, it's a guy thing you wouldn't understand. No, it's a Steve thing. <laughs> Finally, somebody called him out. Caitlin, he's worthless. Tell him. You know what? I really, really am into the Total Divas, the the Bella Twins. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Wait, you're agreeing with him? No, dude. No, uh, I like watching reality. I'm addicted to stupid reality TV. It's... Yeah, dude. It's like reality... So it's reality TV in a, in a, in a business that's a work. You know, they're, they're presenting it as a shoot, but it's a work. So it's a work you're shoot. Getting- it's just... It's... I, w- I watch it too. I'm not gonna lie. Caitlin. You're way you're way too committed. <laughs> hey, by the way, John Cena is uh, not getting married now. So sorry. I know. I saw that. Very disappointing. Bye bye, Nikki. What? What's happening? Is I don't know. What is Eric is turning around on us. I don't know what to do. It's a thing. Um, Caitlin, what have we not covered? Do we miss something? Is there something you want to say to the uh, the strange and twisted people that listen to our podcast every week? No, I I don't think so. Um, did. Are we going to dual fishing? Are we talking about fishing at all? Or well, we can. not want to mention anything? We can. Um, Jordan Johnson from Whisperwood said uh, fishing. That's what he wants to talk about. <laughs> and the thing is, I'm not oh, a fisherman. Oh, you know what? So I don't know how to talk I about did it. Get it. I remember <laughs> a few people had, I had wrote that I had oh, promoted shit. that I was going to be on uh, your guys' podcast tonight. And I had, I remember some people asking, like, if I have, like, a go-to item for something or whatever. But, like. I'm awful. I didn't pull up your a- page. <laughs> What? I didn't pull up your page on there. Keep going. Sorry. No, that's all right. Um, I, my favorite, favorite bait for, like, I cannot live without this for bass fishing is a bream yumdinger on a Texas rig hook. 
That is like my go-to for life. I have no <laughs> idea <laughs> what that means. You're speaking yeah. gibberish, but I respect I know. it. So, yeah, if anyone, that's just like my life there for bass fishing. So, so um, I guess that's probably where I should step in then, right? Yeah, you're the fisherman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead, dude. So do you like fishing lily pads or grass, or what's your favorite? Uh, probably grass, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Um, I don't do so good with the whole dropping and pitching lily pads. I, I haven't mastered that quite yet. Uh. Um, someone wrote on here, it's a long <laughs> comment, but basically they're asking, do you think you'd ever have your own show um, on a major network or anything like that? <laughs> Yeah, I saw that one, too. Um, I think I get a lot of people that ask or, like, wonder why I don't have one yet, and it's just, I don't know, this world is not, I don't even want, I've never, ever in my life watched Outdoor Channel TV. So, I've never even watched any sort of, like, TV for hunting at all, and I just don't know if that, just because I don't watch it, I just don't know. I feel like the demographic is changing so much now like with the people are going to social media to watch stuff i mm. mean i don't i just don't know if i'd ever want a show yeah i get that yeah, I, so in your mind we're the biggest thing that's uh ever happened to you in the outdoor industry <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> i don't know we'll see um uh, matt get a win today matt chu 1979 we kind of already covered this he wanted to know about bow fishing and kayak or boat um, he asked something about color effect of the fish. Oh yeah, Does, that's right. I or boat that color question. effect the fish. <laughs> you know what? I I don't really know. Um, I my kayak is camo, so I, I feel like they just spook anyway. No matter what you do, if they see you, they're gone. So I guess if you, I don't really know if they're colorblind or not. What do you have? Uh, real but, three topwater AP. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question for you do you wear camo when you go bow fishing uh no i i don't i tend to wear neutral like colors like that anyway so i think some of my stuff i like will wear green so i'm not trying to hide or anything <laughs> i'm not trying to be <laughs> i never thought about that yeah they actually make bow fishing camo it really? looks like yeah it looks like the sky with clouds and everything i've well, never I feel used like it it's the advantages it advantageous but what? I, I mean, it could help you. Yeah, I'm but good. I no, I'm down, so I'm not kind of creeping around on them. I feel like sitting down, you can be a bit more stealthy. You can get on yeah. them quick, easier. They don't see you as quick. I'm typing that on the Google. Dude, right we're now. trying to see this, man. Dude, I bet it's going to look like a Drake album cover. <laughs> Man, that was a good one. I'm not going to lie. No one else is going to get it in our demographic. You're a good girl, and you um, know it. This would have been back in when we were in high school is when I seen it. Oh, the camo? Yeah. Yeah, it looked it was like a shirt and it just looked like uh like this right here? And... That looks like kind of trichinosis. It's like some disease yeah. that they're showing on the news. <laughs> uh, hold on. Dude, that'd be hilarious if that was a disease that they just put on shirts like they put E coli on shirts. I'm not finding it. Camo. I don't see it. I mean, a blue you could wear like a sky blue baby blue shirt. Um, Caitlin, one other one. Um, what's your favorite fish to fish for? And do you have a lucky or go to lure? Which you already said that, but that's bow hunting gal yeah, 310. Large- <laughs> I like, um, largemouth bass fishing. That's probably my favorite. And then the bream yum dinger is like my go to for sure. 
I also like musky fishing a lot because it's just really hard, and I like the good challenge. You know, I, I, I hear a lot of, um, just not too off topic, but I always hear, like, the bass are larger down south. I mean, do you fish for bass, like, up north in Wisconsin? I'm not a, I'm not a big fisherman, but, like, what's the, is it walleye that, that's north and northern pike that you want to go fish for up there? Or? Yeah, um, well, there's huge, huge smallmouth bass in the Great Lakes. Like, you have a chance of catching, like, it's starting to become common to catch, like, nine or, I, I mean, like, a trophy smallmouth is, like, nine pounds, I believe. Um, I think, hold on. Maybe I should ask my husband. He's right here. I don't know. But, I, I mean, you have a really good chance, like, of catching a four-pounder up there. But, like, nines are in there. So, like, four-pound smallmouth is huge. But, yeah, so for largemouth, you catch big ones down south. And we've traveled down there um, to try to get some big ones. But And it's it's a lot of fun. We're stuck because we like all the types of fishing. I, that's one thing that I'm just not that deep into is fishing. Not that I do, I have a great time when I do go, but I just don't have the ambition to like, I'm going fishing. And the thing is, I have a private pond and my father-in-law, like I can go fishing anytime I want. See, that's why I like ice fishing because you don't need a boat or anything. <laughs> you just drill a hole and start fishing. <laughs> you don't need a boat or anything. That's kind of a good point. <laughs> yeah. And the beer stays cold. Yeah, the beer stays cold. You Damn. don't even need a cooler. Eric, I'm going ice fishing through every time. Oh, yeah, you year. got a hut with a heater in it. Let's podcast uh, from the ice fishing hut. We could do that easy. Oh, so easy. Yep, that's happening. Ice fishing yeah, hut fun. podcast. Do you ice fish a lot, Kaylin, or no? Um... Well, so when we lived in Illinois, down in western Illinois, we didn't get enough ice often to do it. And, like, all the lakes were freaking closed for goddamn waterfowl from October to January 1st. <laughs> so I could never go fishing down there because everything was closed for waterfowl hunting. So it, that's one thing that I don't have to deal with anymore. I'm super excited about that up here. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, we do quite a bit of ice fishing. I need to do it. I've never, ever done it. To blast. I, I'm ashamed, but I'm admitting it, and I'm going to do it. Um, I've always been too large to go out on ice. Yeah, it's like, right. It's a foot thick. <laughs> nah, I ain't playing that. He ain't going to fall through the hole. No. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, where can people find you online? And if there isn't something that we covered, you can just spit the game right now. I don't think we missed anything. Um, but people can find me on Instagram at Caitlin Woodward. On Facebook at Caitlin Woodward Outdoors, and then uh, again on YouTube at Caitlin Woodward. <laughs> Pretty easy. Simple as that. Yeah. I'll link everything in the description of the podcast. And thank you for joining us, man. Yeah. And then thanks for putting up with our shit because uh, we feed you a lot of it. <laughs> um, you no, I um, I think I, I, I didn't know if you guys knew what you were getting yourselves in, into today. <laughs> um, it's normally Steve. So like every time we're like, what the hell is Steve going to say? And then that's her, all we got to worry is like, you don't hang up. And then Steve doesn't say anything too offensive, and then we're right in line. Yeah, in the pocket. He was funny. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining the show. S stick around on the phone. Uh, Eric, you got to add anything? you got to go to work here, yeah, bro. Yeah, got to go to work, man. But, Caitlin, thank you. It was a blast. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Cameron Tank, anything you want to add? Just quick question. What's your favorite fish to shoot? To shoot? Grass yeah. carp. Ah, uh, yeah. There it is. There it is. That's it. He's satisfied now. He's like, thank you for that. Ah, finally. Steve. Grass carp are the, 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 the one you're always after. Yep. I shot up the first big fish I ever shot. We don't I need to bring shot. that up. I'm going to add it real quick. 
The first big fish I ever shot with Cameron was a big grass carp. And he's like, you fucking bastard. I've been bow fishing out here for years and never shot a big grass carp like that. And it was like my first or second big fish. So got- They are so fun. They will. They put up the biggest fight. It, 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 sometimes it's scary. It's like, I, it scared the crap out of me last year. One time I shot, I went to shoot one, and it was like right in front of me. I was like wading through the water, and they, the splashing and the violence that, that ensues is just shocking. That's funny, because I, uh, I remember Tank going, oh my god, there's a grass carp. And I hit it. You're like, and Tank was more pumped. I didn't know what I did. You know, I'm like the new kid who just shot a 150 inch deer. Like, no idea what's going on. So it was cool. Yeah, they're really fun. Steve, what do you got to to cap? I'm scared, but what do you got? No, uh, <laughs> Caitlin, thanks for all, all your time, and uh, you know, we'll. Uh... Oh, is this? I'm not stuttering. I, I was waiting for yeah, Kurt. I was I'm being polite. You, I've been waiting. I'm teasing you. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Hey. uh Maybe we'll uh, we'll watch Total Divas and uh, we'll chat about the newest episode. How's that sound? John, yeah, let's do some John Cena gossip. <laughs> oh, there's a lot more to that story that's not going to be aired on that, but uh, there's some hilarious stuff, allegedly. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm lost now. Perfect time to close it out. I can't wait to lose in a little mini bow fishing tournament to you guys and then uh, watch you guys out. Hey, we me. lost the battle. We're not going to win the war because we're going to fight these chicks bare knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go good for for business yeah, that'll be great i'll, I'll go first because if i get slept then you know what's coming up <laughs> i just help them beat your ass <laughs> it's a double turn it all turns on you caitlin thanks for putting up with us everyone thank you for listening i hope you are motivated to go bow fishing because your turkey season's about wrapped up or morel hunting morels are coming right this on the corner. weekend maybe this weekend but. all right you know what to do go shoot your bow we love you A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, mule deer, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.